Welcome to episode 179 of Kapowcast, where you playing peekaboo. I was. <laughs> I didn't want you to look at me and get distracted. Uh, I am Mike, and joining me is Jeff Jefferson. Hello, everyone. Uh, Tony is once again uh, not with us today. He's saving us from the past. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Me and Jeff, we were, we well, we decided we were going to record what like two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> a day, I think a day ago. Yeah, we were it decided yesterday. It's decided yesterday, and we were like, "What are we going to do?" And Tony originally was like, "Well, why don't you guys do another X Men episode? You seem to have really? a lot of fun last time." I was like, "No, no, no, that's stupid. I don't want to burn through that." And then we did. And then we, did. <laughs> we did, totally did. And we couldn't come up with anything better. And nope. went with that. And you know, we we had such fun last week with. The time cop, time fugitives, time, <laughs> time cop, pretty time, much was it. Time cops. With that, with that episode or episodes, we started talking about the one man's worth episodes, and it was like, you know what? Let's uh, let's talk about that one. Hell yeah! Will it be as exciting as last time? No, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll see. <laughs> uh, but first, some news. <laughs> You, uh, you've, you've heard of this show, The Boys, right? Yeah. Apparently it's making big waves. It's, I've heard nothing but stellar things about it. It is apparently the highest watched show on Amazon Prime or some crazy weird statistic like that. Yeah, I heard it's, uh, one of the most binged shows in any, uh, streamable, like, format. Which blows my mind and now it's like making me go, well, maybe I need to buy into the hype train and, and check it out. I mean, uh... I read like I really enjoyed the first twenty or so issues of the boys. Oh, you did read it. I have read uh, I've read about thirty issues of the boys. I think I think I read like three major story arcs, and then like I don't know with Garth Ennis, I think like he's really good for a good twenty five issues or so, and then uh, either it'll just be the same thing over and over again, or it'll get too crazy. So <clears throat> here's the thing, um, our friend Eric, he uh, he was telling me a long time ago, and a couple other people we worked with. Pam, Tony, I think a few other people kept telling me like, oh, you need to read the boys. You need to read it. You need to read it. It's so good. You need to check it out. You need to read it. And all I ever had to go off of it was like the art, the uh-huh. cover, the art. I don't really the like the covers it. and stuff like that. And like, and just mostly that one shot of them all standing in the front, like looking down. Yeah. Playing. It's like they're playing Limp Bizkit or something. Yeah. 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 And I was just always like, I was like, I don't know. I, no, I don't. Uh, just, I don't know. It just doesn't really entice me. Like there's, it doesn't grab me. Now, after watching trailers for the show, and seeing all that and seeing people talk about it and all this other stuff. I had no idea what this show was about. Yeah. I had no idea it had to do with superheroes that are like complete assholes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had no idea. Are you enticed now? I'm a little enticed now. Um, mostly because well, what does entice me is what wasn't in the show, what got cut from the show. Hmm. And apparently the creators of the show said that there was one scene, like only one scene that Amazon were like, no, you can't do that. What was it? Um, if I remember correctly, it had something to do with the Homelander character, uh-huh. like standing on a building and like jerking off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I guess that was the one thing that uh, they were like, no. Yeah, that's Garth Ennis all over, man. Like, I always like, I always equated Garth Ennis to like the Vince Russo of comics. <laughs> like, he's got great, hilarious, ridiculous ideas, but he has to be reined in. Otherwise, it just is. He has too to have somebody to sit there to yeah. tell him. No, no, we can't put that on there. I get, yeah, I can get that. Like, so he's written some of my favorite comics of all time. Like, uh, Hitman, not to be confused with the uh, game, but it was like it was a comic in the '90s. It was a DC comic. It was one of the best comics I've ever read like all 50 some odd issues. I loved his Punisher Max run for the most part. And I loved most of his Marvel Knights Punisher stuff. And then there's stuff like Crossed that he did. I just did not like that at all. It was way too gory and extreme. The boys I enjoyed for a while. And then I thought it kind of uh, like outwore its welcome, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think just because the comic 
did that doesn't at all mean that necessarily that the TV show will, because I mean, there are instances in which I prefer like a live action format of a comic better than the actual comic itself. Like for instance, uh, Watchmen, I preferred the Watchmen movie. And then there's been other inst- instances where they made a lot of changes to where I thought it just helped streamline it. So I'm interested. I think I might give it a chance. So Tony's listening to this and he's, he's, I think hearing the possibility of an actual like full show review, which we've only done one other one of what full show uh, we did. Me and him did Titans. We did, oh, we did okay. a Titans review, um, which that was, uh, that was daunting. I've never, we've never done TV shows before, but cause you have to go through like episode by episode yeah. and you kind of kind of give a, a brief synopsis and all this other stuff. So I don't know. Give me something we could look at. Is it 12 doing. episodes? Or is it it's, like- it's, it's 37 episodes. Are you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 37 two hour episodes. 30, yes, exactly. Um, let's. I'd assume 12, maybe even six, because Amazon does like six episode quote unquote seasons and then they'll release the other half of it, uh, you know, like six months later. Looks like it's eight episodes. Oh, easy peasy. Are they 40 minutes long? Uh, it, it does. I can, I can look at that. Nah, too. I'm sure it's either half an hour or 40 minutes long, uh, but they've already started doing season two. Apparently they've already started. Hey, hell yeah. Good for them. So I it did. looks good. Like the special effects look like they're good. You know, it's, it's kind of weird. Like I, I forget that Amazon original shows are like a viable option of entertainment. Oh man. The tick. I loved the tick. I still haven't seen season two. I was very sad when it was canceled. Oh, they get, man, that show just can't, that character cannot get no. a break. The cartoon was the best thing ever. It was. Loved the tick. One of these days I'll buy a tick graphic novel and we can review it. I heard they're nutty. Yeah, like, they're even more ridiculous than the series I've heard. Yeah. Um, hey. Hey. <laughs> you know that uh, Joker movie that's coming out, right? Yeah. On my, uh, I was almost on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> on, my, uh, on my wedding day. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're already saying that uh, Joaquin Phoenix could be nominated for an Oscar. Wow. And they have a projected box office of, I want to say, 40 to 60 million or something like that. Okay. And I'm just like, the fuck? Um, oh, wow. 60 to 90 million. Wow. Do you know what the bu- uh, estimated budget for it is? I do not. Probably not um, that much. I'd and, assume probably like, four. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this, but the writer director has went on to say that the movie has nothing to do with any previous Batman lore. Okay. Has nothing to do with any sort of Joker origin. And he's said that. Something to the nature of like, you know, there's things that are going to be in there that he knows are going to piss people off. All right. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) he knows his fan base. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. I mean, um, well, it is kind of scary to hear in a way. I kind of welcome it because I mean, like the whole like Joker lore, Batman lore is really a minefield and it's very toxic in a lot of ways because you're really stuck in a path with that. Mm-hmm. You're only allowed to go in so many directions because it's everything's been explored to death. And if you don't do it this specific way, you're going to anger a lot of the fans. I still wonder if this was like another kind of script and they just like slap the Joker's, slap name, the Joker's yeah. name on it. And they're just like, you know what? This could this could work as a Joker movie. Let's just <laughs> let's just do Joker. You know, put in Wayne. You know, whatever. We'll make a mo- it'll make money. I uh, it wouldn't surprise me from what I've seen of the trailers. I'm gonna see it. I'm fascinated. I think it looks interesting. I'm not a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan, but I won't say that he's a bad actor. Yeah. Um, and he's a convincing crazy person being a crazy person in real life. Yeah, because he's insane. <laughs> he's he's a he's a lunatic. Yep. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Just the whole concept of the movie. Well, they didn't even really explain the concept. Yeah. I mean, he's some sort of like shaker board clown that goes crazy and like takes care of his mom. Who's also crazy. Yeah. I've read something where he has like a compulsion that like when he gets like really nervous or or something like that, he starts to laugh, Uh which would make sense. There's one scene where he's on the bus and he's getting approached by the thugs and he's he's laughing and he also looks like he's crying. And I don't know. 
It's going to be weird. Yes, that I predict. (laughs) (laughs) I predict it will be weird. And apparently Robert De Niro had a really great time filming. He was in it? He's uh, yeah, he's a talk show host. Uh, yeah. Could this be the first good movie that Robert De Niro has been involved in since like, what, Heat? I was going to say. Meet the Fockers? Uh, no. <laughs> I was, I'm sure there was some other like really terrible movie he was in. He Worse than Meet the Fockers. Oh. oh, there was that one movie he was in with uh, Anne Hathaway oh, where he that? was an old man, but he was an intern. Oh, yeah. Might have called The Intern. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, Robert De Niro? You get to a certain age where you just don't give a fuck. Like Al Pacino was in um, one of those really shitty Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Well, hell. Uh, I want to say it was like Jack and Jill or something like that. Like it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, I believe he says the line, get a load of my Dunkachino. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me, oh, wait, Christopher Walken, he's another person who hasn't done a serious movie in like, hell, I can't remember his last serious movie. Before anybody wonders why I know that, he by wrote, the way. He wrote and directed the film. I wrote and directed Jack and Jill. <laughs> no, uh, it, there was a clip of it. I was watching the Red Letter Media Mr. Plinkett review of the Ghostbusters reboot movie, mm-hmm. and they referenced that scene in that movie quite a bit, whatever Adam Sandler movie it was. <laughs> yeah. They referenced it quite a bit, just like with the shameless uh, product placement that the movies do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a good time. <laughs> I recommend checking it out if you haven't. It goes into great detail about how uh, the the problems with the movie, the, the least of the movie's problems is the fact that it's females. <laughs> and it, it pretty much places most of the blame squarely on... Uh, Sony? Paul Feig. Ah. Yeah, so there you go. Something to check out. Hell yeah. Um, last but not least... Ooh, you've gotten really good. I know. I'm trying to get my other hand to snap now. This is my right hand and this is my left hand. You learned to snap first with your left hand. I did. Are you a lefty? No. I didn't think so. I know, right? Um, so Avengers Endgame is now out on Blu-ray. The superior form. Yeah. Well, in 4K. The and, really um, superior form. Yeah. So there's all kinds of like crazy stuff coming out and like they're doing like all kinds of Q and A's and stuff like that. And I went to get this, get your, your view on this last time. Apparently there's a concept art floating around. Apparently at some point in the movie, originally the Avengers were going to come back from the time travel, but they were going to come back to find that Thanos already took over the earth and he was going to approach them. And there's going to be like a bunch of skeletons and skulls. And it sits has been clarified because the original headline was in concept art. Thanos throws Captain America's decapitated head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently what it was is Thanos threw like the decapitated skull head of Ah. Captain America with like the helmet and stuff still on like at, that would be less uh, yeah, I, grisly. <laughs> they're talked about it. Like people are talking about how they like cut it out of the movie and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. You can't just have a decapitated head. <laughs> PG thirteen film in a PG thirteen film. I mean, SummerSlam. They had to change the rating just because they had a <laughs> decapitated lantern head. And it was just like a Halloween USA prep. Yeah. I mean, it looked good. Don't it get did. me wrong, but yeah, they can't even show it on YouTube. So apparently that was a thing, and they also released um, a really cool deleted scene, which was right after spoiler alert. Brand game. <laughs> right after uh, Iron Man dies, like it cuts to all the different heroes, and one by one, they all start kneeling, and it has that really like somber music mm. playing. It was really cool. And I'm just sitting there, like everybody's like, "Why didn't you fucking put this in the movie?" And people are like, "If you would have put this in the movie over that stupid fucking unfinished CG- CGI Hulk yeah. scene, it would have maybe <laughs> beat Avatar's record sooner." But apparently, they said the reason they took it out is because it uh, it but- felt like it took away from the scene at the end where they were all at the funeral. The scene that nobody gave a shit about. Well, I guess people gave a shit about it. But yeah. The biggest takeaway from the funeral scene everyone had was, uh, who the hell's that one kid? That's what I, and, and Captain Marvel's pantsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's a power suit. She's the most powerful character in the Marvel universe. So actually, uh, Kevin Feige said that there was one Avengers character that he believes could have beat Thanos by themselves. You know who it was? Rocket. 
No. Oh, who was it? Scarlet Witch. Oh, I can believe it. Which makes sense because at that end battle, she pretty much had him. Well, I mean, when you look at the power set, she has like high end telekinesis. He wouldn't really be able to do anything. Like he doesn't have any, uh, you know, he doesn't have heat vision. If he had thrown something, she would have just stopped it. Well, I mean, yeah, even in, I mean, when, he, when she had him, like he had to call him, call on the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward because I finally, I, Finally, I, I picked up my end game copy today and I'm going to just I'm salivating over the, the special features. <laughs> All the oof, ahs. <laughs> and ease. Yeah. I was actually really bummed because I, I had pre-ordered it like probably like the second week it was out in theaters. Yeah. Because like Best Buy had already had it and I was like, sweet. I believe it. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get that shit delivered because usually when you pre-order it for delivery, it'll arrive at your house like a day or two before it's actually released. No kidding. Yeah. And then like I was like this past weekend, like I saw people like posting that they got theirs. I'm like, where the fuck's mine? I haven't even got a shipping notice. Mine was for store pickup. Oh no. So I had to go to the store like a fucking normie. <laughs> like some kind of idiot. <laughs> like, like some kind of fucking fucker. Like some kind of slob. Oh yeah, you get it. <laughs> he just pooped, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, but yeah, can't talk enough about Endgame. And it has, I know. It's great. But Endgame isn't the only thing we have to talk about with time travel. Let's talk about X-Men. <laughs> well, that's a good segue. I really tried. I really, really <laughs> did. Um, so yeah, we sat and watched another two-parter, One Man's Worth. <laughs> another one involving time travel. God damn, did this show love time travel. <laughs> Real quick, how many episodes were there? Because there was the Days of Future Past, one and two. Yep. Um, the Time Fugitives, one and two. Yep. One Man's Worth. One Man's Worth. And so, Beyond Good and Evil. Yep. And that was a four-part? Yeah, it was a four-part. So were those all the ones involving time travel? That I know of, yeah. So that's four. So that's like 10 episodes? It's a lot of time travel. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good portion of the, that's a season's worth, basically, of time travel episodes. Um, but this one's a little different in that it opens up and you don't know what the fuck is going on. Because <laughs> I even thought I was like, did we just start it on the second episode? <laughs> because you see a young Xavier and he's going to the building. You see Bishop or Wolverine says something like it's like a electronic bomb, fuse. Electronic yeah. fuse. And Bishop yells no. And there's an explosion. You're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and uh, Wolverine has no eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts back to what is present day. Yeah. And well, like, first it cuts to like, oh, there's something wrong in the time stream. We have to go back and fix of it. Of course. Yeah. There's always something. It's just a fucking thankless job. That's never it done. It really is. Like, why are these poor schmoes from this beat up 2055 stuck fixing all these time problems? And there's guys from 10,000 years, a million years in the future that could help out. But, but they, they don't. don't. No. no. <laughs> but we, we go to a, a picnic, which like is the most random thing. <laughs> It's like Xavier, Storm, and Wolverine on a picnic. Yeah, and they're all in workout clothes. Yeah, Wolverine's hanging out in a tree in short shorts and Chuck Taylors, <laughs> eating apples. With a green tank top. As opposed to Beast Green Polo. <laughs> you know they shop together. They do. Uh, so they, uh, they're having their picnic, and then the next thing you know, there's a big weird red flash. Yeah, like a like red, a, it's like red storm on the horizon. Wolverine's like, couldn't we attract ants like normal people? <laughs> Professor Xavier checks out his chair. It says like time disturbance and he goes, no, <laughs> and then he disappears forever. Cause he died. And then, uh, Wolverine and storm grab onto each other, but then they flash and then they all look different. Yeah. Really weird. Like storm has her Mohawk and a headband. Yeah, She looks really cool. Yeah. Wolverine has like this weird, like a black, black suit with like the sleeves torn off and some holes in it. Belts. Yeah. Belts everywhere. Yeah, he's all Rob Lay filled it out. But and, he, and, and this is okay. So yeah, you're right. He has no eyebrows. So <laughs> But he does like his eyebrows like it periodically will, will shift. Well, it's weird, like because he has like eyeshadow and eyeliner. But he didn't in the 
present. Like, so they, they made a conscious decision <laughs> to go, this Wolverine's going to have lower eyebrows or have no eyebrows, no eyebrows, but like eyeshadow and like really thick eyelashes. They literally could have done a mit, like they stormed, they gave her a mohawk. They gave her like, you know, she just looked yeah, she had like, yeah, she had a sleeveless jacket and like, yeah, they're just like bring Wolverine's eyebrows down. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and this weird black, you know, what's funny. Uh, the suit that he wears in this, it looks a lot like the suit that he wore when he stormed Asteroid M in that other two-parter. Oh, he had like it's, a black and purple one, didn't it? It was like it was black, except for he had like you know the Wolverine you know hat, like the mask hat. that had <laughs> the Wolverine hat. He wore a hat with a Wolverine on it, <laughs> big hat with a W on it. It was it was Wario's hat. But yeah, um, <laughs> Waluigi. <laughs> what? But yeah, <laughs> the uniform looked very similar, except for it didn't have the hood or sleeves. Yeah. Um, and this this actually, I even when I was a kid, like this portion of the episode was always my favorite part of oh, the episode. Oh, it was. It's so badass. Because like you get this new present, because it's not a future, it's this new present day. Ooh, <laughs> He's my, getting choked up just thinking about it. My voice crack for the episode. <laughs> it's going back to his adolescence. Uh, he gets this really cool present day where it's like this apocalyptic war and you see all these really cool looking redesigns of a lot of the X-Men characters. Yeah. Hank was my favorite. Yeah. Beast has like, he's like, has like a cybernetic eye and he's yeah. all like life filled up. Yeah, exactly. He has like one, he has like one Wolverine like claw on his glove on his right hand. In case you didn't know they were BFFs. <laughs> Although they didn't seem to like each other in this alternate because uh, like Wolverine was like, you know, oh, McCoy's here. They run out of milk and cookies in the officer's tent. So apparently <laughs> Beast is like an apple polisher in the uh, alternate present. There's no Cyclops, was there? No. So he was apparently dead. The only one with optic blast was um, Mimic, right? Yeah, we got our, we got Mimic, which some people would be like, that's horrible. Mimic's horrible. <laughs> Mimic had a great power set, all right? That's, uh, that's my defense. And he didn't wear shoes. No. Who, who has time? <laughs> he had a really cool, really beefy uh, Magneto. Yeah. He was, was leading the mutants again in their war against the humans. But apparently, really, like, if you think humans don't like mutants in the normal X-Men universe. And this one, they really fucking yeah, hate they, them. Yeah, they go all Star Wars against them. They, they like, bring in land crabs. <laughs> <laughs> the humans have sent in another wave of land crabs. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, he's like, holy shit. <laughs> There's robots everywhere trying to kill all these muties. God bless it. Like there's like at ats. Yeah. They're like so nineties. Like <laughs> it's great. And then, uh, I mean, it's, it's not just like, like, uh, you said like wild child was there. Yeah, wild child was there. Sinister was there. Holocaust was there. Um, Gambit. Gambit. There was like, um, age of apocalypse. Uh, Colossus, Colossus was there. That one guy who had the illusion powers. I was in the, uh, inner circle during the dark. Yeah, Phoenix saga. Yeah. The one who wasn't Sebastian Shaw. Oh, that really badass looking Nightcrawler. Yeah. He had like a completely different BAMF and everything. Yep. It was like just like a weird thing of smoke with like sparkles. Mm-hmm. Was, that was, was that before or after the Nightcrawler episode? Uh, I want to say it was after. If I were to guess why, they probably changed animation teams. Their animation well, changed the, a lot. The animation in these two episodes is really wonky. It was, although it was better than a lot of episodes. Like yeah. I didn't really notice any errors. No, not although like the last one. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that was the previous season, so. It was. Um, but yeah, it was just so cool. Like, and then they send in a wave of superhumans who are basically the Avengers. Basically, there's like an Ant Man and Wasp. You saw Scarlet Spider. Yep. Yeah, Scarlet Spider was there. Uh, um, Black Widow. There was a Black Widow. It was like the 80s Black Widow with the big collar and the short hair. Oh, I didn't catch that. And uh, it was right after they took out and they, she didn't move around. Or and then there was a Captain America or some guy with a shield, anyways. Yeah. And they probably couldn't use him for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, no, they used him in an episode. Yeah, they I used him later. About? Yeah. When the animation got really bad. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Those are the dark times. <laughs> But uh, all this craziness is going on and Bishop and Shard. Oh, we're too late. Like always. <laughs> Although, yeah, this is the first one with Shard in it, right? Yeah. 
I think she was only in this one and she was in the, um, beyond, beyond good, good and evil. evil. Yeah. She's slightly more useful in beyond good and evil. Slightly. They, uh, so they, they, for whatever reason, Wolverine and storm seem to be drawn to them <laughs> and they, uh, tell them like, Oh, we got to go back and we got to say this guy, Xavier, and he, you know, the X-Men and Wolverine's like, what are X-Men? <laughs> yeah. This is a time displacement. He doesn't know. And of course they didn't realize that for them this time, which is like Bishop really has like a really shitty time remembering that people don't understand if the timeline's been changed, they're not going to remember what happened in a different timeline. Yes. Agreed. Like, like don't you remember? <laughs> like every time, literally every episode, he's like, don't B- you remember? Bishop's probably the shittiest time traveler I've ever seen in my life. I would agree with you. He's just not good at it. And he, I mean, he keeps trying though. He does. Bless his heart. <laughs> he keeps trying. And you know, I, I said it during the episode and Wolverine is so fucking annoying. During oh, this. Yeah. He's like, he's constantly yelling at people and fucking shut up. And he's just, you know, uh, he's also really clingy, really clingy to storm. Yeah. Super clingy. <laughs> like, he's one of those codependent types, yes. you know, like just the, uh, well, where it's like cringy to be around them. He, he, at first he didn't want to even do the mission because it would mean they wouldn't be together. Yeah. And he's like, well, fuck it. We can still be together. Like fuck their future and everyone else. <laughs> so I'm like dude no <laughs> like i feel move. like i feel like wolverine in this alternate timeline would be the kind of person who had a joint facebook account <laughs> storm and wolverine <laughs> stormarine yep oh i like it so and they had to go stop uh fitzroy and uh Phantom? Phantom. Oh my God. The other great couple in this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I didn't even pick up on this when I was a kid. They were just blatantly a gay couple. You really think so? I, <laughs> he called them Fitzy. <laughs> Listen, just because he had an open jacket <laughs> and this amazing Instagram model hair. Yes. It's great because like, he actually does look like an Instagram model, like a modern he, day Instagram. He, model. he seriously looks like somebody that like you could go down to like any of like the foodie places in yeah. Detroit. <laughs> even you might even see that weird ass suit jacket that like yeah. tucks in underneath it. When we go out for my bachelor party, we'll have to keep an eye out. <laughs> I think you should wear that. It's right in a bantam looking around. <laughs> I hate this. Time to go. Time to go. Time to go. <laughs> You're really good at that. Thank you. <laughs> so that's our threat for the episode. <laughs> They're being sent by, uh, uh, what's his name? Master Mold. Yep. Wasn't he, at one point there, he's, they're saying something, he's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He, goes, he steals a mutant's powers to time travel and he's like, oh, it'd be a fine. He's like, whatever. <laughs> that was great. Just was so out care. of place. <laughs> what? It's a fucking, he doesn't like mutants. All right. <laughs> Nobody likes mutants. He's a hundred foot tall robot <laughs> that builds mutant killing small, slightly smaller Small-er robots. robots. <laughs> God damn. The nineties were I great. Know. So yeah, they, they go back into, was it 1959? Yeah. To save a young Xavier who their way of making him younger is just making him slightly smaller. <laughs> So that when he reaches his fifties, he's just fucking jacked to the he's, gills. <laughs> I mean, he's like a lobster. He's not like he, like he just keeps growing as he gets older. <laughs> he's like a turtle. So when he's like 200 years old, he'll be like 15 feet tall. Yeah. And he's still, he's bald at yeah, this point. Still. He's still bald. He still has those weird, like slopey eyebrows. Did he have that? What's, isn't there like a condition that like makes it where like you don't grow hair? Like what the guy from the Hills have eyes had? Yeah. Mike Berryman. I don't know. Well, that is a real condition. Is that what he had? Didn't he lose his hair in a lab accident or something? Or was that Lex Luthor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Superman made him lose his hair and he swore revenge or something. <laughs> Uh, I can't say I blame him. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed too. Uh, I want to be pissed at someone. So once again, uh, so here's the thing. I was going to say this during the episode and I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to wait until we're actually recording. They literally ignore 
every rule of time travel that you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I mean, they ignore every rule of just keeping a low profile. Like they show up like Bishop is like eight feet tall, <laughs> carrying a gun <laughs> in the same a, uniform. You have a black woman in 1959 with a mohawk. <laughs> With a little stubby Canadian with no eyebrows <laughs> and eye makeup. And that weird Wolverine hair. <laughs> Char's actually the most normal looking yeah. one, but she kind of has like the... And she's also like six foot two. Yeah, she has like the Skrillex haircut with a tattoo <laughs> on her face. Like. It's great when like, like, so Professor Xavier mentioned something about how mutation can't happen suddenly to one of his colleagues. Then also, <laughs> Bishop tells you're wrong, Professor. <laughs> huh? Oh, shit. What the fuck's going on? And he just starts yelling at him about time travel and how he has to keep him alive. And he's like, what? Yeah. And what I, what I don't get is so he's Xavier, like you said, he's talked about that. And like, so I assume, and you assume that this is an, a pre powered professor. Yeah. X. You would have thought. And so they go to a diner and they're sitting there and they're once again, telling him all this stuff. And he's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> it can't be. That's pretty good. Thank you. There's nothing to compare to your band. Time traveling mutants. <laughs> And uh, I mean, it does sound pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's, she's showing him a hologram of it while she's telling her in the middle of this coffee shop. Shard has a hologram going on her Fitbit. And meanwhile, the, the, the guy at the diner's like, take this over to table, whatever. <laughs> Those weirdos over there. And it, it cuts to the table and they just have a hologram on the table just <laughs> for all the world to see. Yeah, they just did not give a shit. No. Horrible time travelers. Uh, you do find out the owner of the diner is racist. Yes. Because he sees Wolverine and Storm holding hands. And, and that's like, what he gets weirded out about. Yeah, not like, the holograms, not the fact that they're X-Men. That they have these weird uniforms and guns. And <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa mixed whoa. couple. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. So a fight breaks out. Moose and Rocco get involved. Moose, <laughs> Moose Rocco. <laughs> what kind of diner has a bouncer named? I, I, yeah, Moose and Rocco. It's just a coffee shop, too. It's not like it's a bar. Or no, no, yeah, no, no, not at all. Where are they like the dishwashers that happen to be two gigantic men in suits named Moose and Rocco? I used to work at a restaurant. Really? And there was, oh, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's the end of the story. <laughs> So there's no one. Good anecdote. And there was uh there was a, a cook. Um it was making in Allen Park. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was I worked there for like a month. Uh but there was a cook there that his his one job to go when he went there pretty much was to make the chicken and like get the chicken breaded and ready for mm -hmm. you know, and his he was this big like Russian guy, his name was Junko. <laughs> <laughs> Junko, ready the chicken. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm picking the cake from a fuzz. <laughs> Narp. Narp? All right. Then. Uh, oh, no. Have you tried getting back in touch with uh, Junko? <laughs> I have not. He's I, probably a spy. <laughs> probably was. I thought he was He's probably a time traveler. <laughs> oh. So uh, we'll, uh, Xavier goes running like a little bitch. <laughs> After he reads their minds and sees that it's true. Yeah. And uh, Storm scolds Wolverine. She's like, why do you gotta, why do you gotta fuck everything up forever? He's like, I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> he calls her darling like 40 yeah. times. I'm just such a stupid fuck up. I just get crazy when people talk about you, darling. <laughs> really fucking annoying. Listen, why don't you just go fight some land crabs, all right? <laughs> it should have left him with the land crabs. Really, they should have brought back alternate future Magneto, who would have been way more, or even alternate, or present, I mean, sinister, or fucking. Really anybody. Yeah. 
would have been way more helpful than Wolverine. <laughs> He's like, oh, I kind of know Wolverine. I'll take the, him. The fucking gambit on the medical bed yeah. <laughs> would have been more useful. They could have brought Mimic. But um, basically, the long and short of it is uh, they end up uh, failing in this episode. Horribly. Horribly. And uh, Professor X gets blown up. You see him blown in up slow twice. motion. chronic <laughs> 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 great seeing that in slow motion after seeing it the first time yeah. in model speed. So, so that happens. And then the next episode starts and, and everybody like, dies. Way to go Wolverine, you're an idiot. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they do tell him like, this is all your fault, man. Like you started the fight and I don't care. Let's go back to my, we, we were doing fine before you showed up, you know, let's go back, darling. <laughs> no Wolverine, you're an asshole. You're ruining everything. <laughs> oh, he's so, he's so unbearable in this. <laughs> or don't you mean on Wolverineable? Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I kind of wish that he had like they didn't retry though, because like the rest of the series have been really cool if it had just been this dystopian, yeah, like, fighting humans and land crabs. <laughs> you just want more land crabs, I, yeah. I'm just a sucker for land crabs. Can't say I blame you. Uh, just too many. There's no such thing as too many waves of land crabs. <laughs> That's what we need in the next movie. Hell yeah, X Men versus the land crabs. <laughs> it just starts out. The humans have sent in another wave of land crabs. <laughs> So land crap. <laughs> That's so uh, they go back and uh, there's the green enforcers, enforcer sentinels, right? Yeah. Those guys are a thing. Uh, and uh, Nimrod's there. Poor future uh, forge. Doesn't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> nope. There's just, he's so scared. He's so <laughs> confused. I feel terrible for alternate future cyborg forge. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Got the short end of the stick getting shaken around by seven foot tall Aborigine. <laughs> Don't you remember me? Stop no, shaking me. What's going on? <laughs> We've all been there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, well, there, there's another scene too where uh, Fitzroy and, and Bantam are talking to Master Mold. Yep. So they, they leave the room and the door closes right, and Master Mold's like, <laughs> what did he say? He's like, it doesn't matter if the mutants help or not. Yeah. Kill them. <laughs> I don't want any mutants alive, even if they're useful as slaves. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, I think he's going to kill us. Damn, you can't trust this 100 foot tall robot designed to kill mutants. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you know, to be fair, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, uh, Fitzroy's kind of an idiot. Like, <laughs> what the fuck was he thinking? I mean, yeah, Master Mold's entire uh, like personality has been, yeah. has been, you know, <laughs> kill all mutants. <laughs> That's literally what he was built to do. I think it's he's a walking mutant killing robot factory. It makes tinier, smaller <laughs> mutant killing robots. He burst them through his chest, his beautiful birth canal chest. <laughs> They're croning. <laughs> Here comes another Nimrod. Let me see him. And then he rocks it back and forth in its arms. <laughs> oh, a beautiful baby. <laughs> Oh, dear God. So, yeah, they uh, end up <laughs> fixing the gigantic Sentinel-sized time machine in this alternate future. And Fitzroy and, and Phantom come to help. Yep. After finding out that they would be uh, betrayed. This is where he calls him Fitzy, yep. isn't it? Or, or no, this no, is where that, he, yeah. he gets shot and he grabs his hand. Yeah, he's holding, he's like cupping his hand and stroking. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bantam. That's the one you really feel bad yeah, for. Yeah, and Shard also doesn't make it back this No, far. neither neither does... Uh, Forge either, yeah. yeah. They all fucking yeah. die. They get uh, enforcer to death. So, anyways, they, they time travel. For, <laughs> they time travel for like the third time, and this time it has to stick. Mm -hmm. So they're back in 1959 again. 
For some reason, a National Guard hasn't been called yet. Like, and we, yeah, we catch up with them at the diner already. Like, this is a confusing the, episode. The past ones that were already, the, the ones that were already <laughs> there are in the diner with Xavier while the, Fucking the three up, of them yeah. are going to try and stop this. And so, like, Wolverine, or not Wolverine, uh, Professor Xavier runs away from the scene again and then just Im- immediately bumps into Bishop again. <laughs> and, like, and this is the weirdest part of this episode. So they take Xavier to the place where he blows up, to the place where he blows Probably up. Probably not the smartest thing. To no, do. not at all. <laughs> they take him there and then they're telling him. And then for the second time, Xavier's sitting there. He's like, I don't believe you. Yes. This can't be. I'm he's like, literally speaking like word for word, the exact same thing he said in the last episode. Yeah. And he judging by the, what happened in the last episode, the time happened, he left, yeah. this had already happened. And, and, and he'd he already ar- been convinced. And he already, he already, and then they're telling him like, search our minds. And he's which like, he had already done which in the last episode. <laughs> he's like, like right. they already showed a montage of the future. So they do the exact same thing and he's reconvinced. He's like, all right. And then Nimrod shows up <laughs> dressed up as a sexy lady. Yeah. And they end up uh, taking him on and then Fitzroy and Bantam show up and they have to play a, a recording of Fitzroy being like, listen, future listen you're an idiot. Don't <laughs> don't do this stupid thing. It's, it's really dumb. It's not worth it, man. They'll kill you and Bantam and Bantam's like, kill Bantam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fucking A. <laughs> By the way, next uh, this year for Halloween, me and Jeff are being Fitzroy <laughs> Bantam. <laughs> Dibs on uh, Bantam, by the way. You got you got to do the Martin Lawrence and wear shoes <laughs> on your knees. <laughs> Time to go. Time to go. <laughs> We're just going to jump through portals all night. He's going to grab men, render them unconscious. Say he'll be fine in a day or two. And then have Tony go, whatever. <laughs> in this scenario, Tony is master mold. <laughs> I think if we, if if we were to give parts to each other, I think that would. I think it works out. Yeah, we all pick our favorite character. <laughs> he was doing the uh, rockabye motion of a baby <laughs> sentinel there. Oh, there, there. <laughs> Does baby want binky? <laughs> I just got a vision in my head of Mister Mole trying to breastfeed, <laughs> and it just going clink. <laughs> in the future, he'll lactate. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, yeah they, uh, they, they, save, they save Professor Xavier. Their past selves will go running towards the building when it's about to explode. And they just go disappear and like, whoa. And so Wolverine and Storm are like, well, why are we still here? And <laughs> it's just like, well, as long as you got your time bands on, you're good. And like, well, how long? Sorry, it's only a couple days. See ya. Yeah, they just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck anything else up while you're here. Well, also, Fitzroy also wipes Xavier's memory clean and, and Xavier like thuds to the ground. Yeah. Did he remove his memory or just use his mutant power to go back? I think like, he used, I think he took his memory or well, he just remembered them at the end of the episode though. Oh, you're right. He did. I think he just took his mutant power to time travel. Yeah, he just totally smokes his head on the ground. Like how important is this guy again? And then he's wheelchair bound. <laughs> <laughs> <up>, My legs. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> of course, if I woke up after all of that, I'd probably think it was a crazy dream if it wasn't for the giant hole in the wall and like exploded parts of the town. Like the people that were carried away in a tornado. He can't go back to that diner. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a big picture of him in that diner. <laughs> and he's the only one that has to live with those yeah. repercussions. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks for saving everyone in the future. I still don't believe it. <laughs> so they go back to the present and that big red storm just kind of passes and like Wolverine and Storm are hugging each other and Storm is like, what was that? And Wolverine's, you know, who knows? You think we get ants like normal people? (laughs) 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 Darling. (laughs) 
And so, uh, you know, they make some sort of joke about, you know, being together. Yeah. Or flirt, you know, if I know you better, I think you're flirting. Good thing you know me better, bub. And then professor Xavier looks at them and just kind of does like the winking and yeah, the the Indian walking into the sunset after nodding, you know, and and it's all wrapped up in a nice X bow. (laughs) And except for the next time when Bishop shows up to fuck everything up. (laughs) What do you mean you don't remember? <laughs> what? You? You're wrong, Professor. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, and that was uh, one man's word. Yes. You couldn't tell the one man was Professor Xavier. <laughs> the one man was Santa Claus. Bantam. <laughs> I hate this. Uh, uh, what a joy. I love those episodes. I would have, I'd be hard pressed to pick between that one and time fugitives as to like, which I prefer. Mm. This one was definitely funnier <laughs> for all the wrong yeah. reasons. <laughs> it was great. It had a, uh, you know, land crabs. It was the land crabs <laughs> and the fact that Fitzroy and Bantam were a blatant, like gay couple with an actual established, like top and bottom and everything. <laughs> yeah. He was, <laughs> Fitzroy was a power top. <laughs> Come on, stupid. It just grabs him. <laughs> I love he just called him stupid. <laughs> like, oh, that's mean. You shouldn't talk to him like that. No, he's, he's, I'm, sure he's a, I'm sure he's a good guy. Yeah, he's just under a lot of stress. Um, what would you what would you rate this episode in the X-Men animated film or animated show? <laughs> I'd probably give it a good eight waves of land crabs out of ten. <laughs> it was definitely I, uh, one of the best ones. Like I always whenever I saw like this, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I always get excited. I, I would go with like a six. Six and a half darlings out of ten. Because <laughs> I put, I mean, there's probably more than ten darlings in this episode. I didn't count them. We should next time. We should drink. Oh my god! Every time Wolverine goes darling or does something stupid. Every time selfish. Wolverine fucks everything up. I like it. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, if you want us to do another X Men episode sometime, let us know. Or don't, because we'll do it anyway. <laughs> Let us know, though, if there's an episode you want, a specific episode you'd like us to do. Hell yeah. We'll even do the really bad ones, like the one where Jubilee's telling a fairy tale. Oh, I fucking <laughs> hate that episode. That's when the animation was shit. Yeah. Or the, money. Uh, there's a f- the Captain America one. Yeah, the animation was, it's, that was the one with Captain America, and the animation was just crap. For some reason, he had red underwear on outside his. Yeah. I, and, and to my knowledge, he has never had that. No. In any comic iteration. It had to have been some sort of animation error or something, or just like a miscommunication with their studio. I feel like he had like that, and he had like a yellow belt, I feel. I could be wrong. Are you thinking of Super Soldier from Amalgam Comics? <laughs> I could be. Maybe that's where they were confused. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been around the same time, I think. Quick Google search will give me my answer. If I'm right, you got to give me 12 bantams. <laughs> oh, shit. And he's holding up a gay. <laughs> a baguette. Yeah. What the fuck? I never noticed that. Look at how fucking weird he looks. I didn't remember him looking like that. Yeah. Don't like that. And I remember when he was your three shield and like didn't spin at all. Just kind of like moved around like a drone. Yeah. Oh, man, it was such a bad, bad animation in that episode. Ugh. If only they'd had the regular animation team, like their old animation yeah. team with Captain America. Uh, what could have been? It even had sleepers in it, too. It did. Uh, what could have been? Hell yeah. Well, it's never too late. Nope. Be sure to check us out over on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, where you can find our show and tons of other great shows. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Partially iHeartRadio, <laughs> wherever podcasts are listened to. 
We also have a YouTube channel where you can find toy hunt reviews and tons of other great stuff over on that show. Uh, YouTube channel <laughs> content stuff. <laughs> uh, we also have a Facebook and Gmail. Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram. Send us a message. Send us some love. We love you. We, we also have a uh, wave of land crabs. We have a, we will send your way <laughs> if you do not and donate you... to our Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> our Patreon. That's the new monster. Uh, Patreon. <laughs> he doesn't sound that threatening, to be honest. No. <laughs> it sounds like he pats you a yeah, lot. Or patronizes you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, way to go, buddy. You're doing great. <laughs> oh, that is kind of, I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> no, no, no. But thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Angel Doty, Janelle Kozlowski, Charlie Robbins, Jeremy Brown. Thank you for your continued, unwavered Waves support. of land crabs. <laughs> and you will all get land crabs in the mail. <laughs> Whether you want them or not. If you get through that wave, there'll be another one after that. <laughs> Just waves upon waves of <laughs> land crabs. <laughs> not much you can do. We also have shirts available over on tpublic.com. We have a special Ninja Turtle inspired shirt. <laughs> Oh, now, so be we're sure not middle aged, damn it. Well, a little bit. Yeah. Be sure to head on over to <laughs> tpublic.com where you can get that and tons of other great shirts. And I'm still all for the, uh, what was the idea of, of a shirt we had last week? The wear a shirt beast or something like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't remember what it was. It was such a good idea. If only we had a way to go back and uh, listen to it. But there isn't it. Oh, wait, there is. <laughs> and also, uh, if you want to hit one of the affiliate links in the description below, we got Twink. <laughs> You're just saying twink now. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Entertainment Earth and Amazon affiliated links. If you want to head on over, click those links and buy yourself something or buy yourself uh, something special for someone special in your life. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, be greatly appreciated. Yeah, it'd be great. The Amazon one doesn't cost you anything extra. No, none of them do. You know, I just go ahead and go out for some retail therapy. You deserve it. You've earned it. You've earned it. You've had a rough week. You're doing great. You know what? You need to buy yourself that special something that you've been eyeing for a long time. Yeah. So head on over to Amazon. Click that link down there and get, get it for you. You deserve it. You beautiful creature. You, <laughs> you have our permission. You do treat yourself. Treat. Yo you can't argue with that. <laughs> Steph gets me with that all the time. <laughs> That's a really good argument. I guess I got to do it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff, for doing this. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I am Mike. And I am Jeff. Take care. 